0: section two of dedications this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by larry wilson dedications by mary elizabeth brown to deity caxton's aeneidus fourteen ninety english from the french Lieu de anidis 1483 the french translator's prologue to the honour of god almighty and to the glorious virgin mary mother of all grace and to the vitality and profit of all the policy mundane this present book compiled by virgil right subtle and ingenious orator and poet entitled *Aeneidus*, hath been translated out of latin into common language in which may all valiant princes and other nobles see many valorous feats and arms. And also this present book is necessary to all citizens and inhabitants in towns and castles, for they shall see how some time try the great and many other places strong and inexpungible, have been besieged sharply and assailed, and also courageously and valiantly defended, and the said book is at present time much necessary to instruct small and great. For each in his right to keep and defend for a thing more noble is to die than villainously to be subdued from the repent for the early english text society extra series fifty seven the concluding words of cacton's own prologue from a dedication to the high-born mitocomene natural and sovereign lord arthur by the grace of god prince of wales duke of cornwall and earl of chester etc a declaration concerning the proceedings with the States General of the United Provinces of the Low Countries in the cause of D. Conradus Vorstius, by James I, sixteen twelve. To the honor of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, the eternal Son of the eternal Father, the only theanthropos, mediator, and reconciler of mankind, in sign of thankfulness, his most humble and most obliged servant, James, by the grace of God, king of britain france and ireland defender of the faith doth dedicate and consecrate this his declaration it was his zeal to the glory of god that led james to request the states-general to banish a wretched heretic or rather atheist out of their dominion named de conradus vorstius his motives were unfortunately misrepresented by a sort of people whose corrupted stomachs turns all good nourishment into bad and pernicious humors and he found it desirable to publish in full negotiations in the matter with his reasons for interference edmund gosse elizabethan dedication of books harper's monthly magazine for july nineteen two writes that he found no instance in english earlier than this of a dedication to the deity synopsis papis by andrew willet sixteen thirteen to the all-powerful master god the most high to the most munificent and most benign saviour our lord jesus christ the blessed sacrament the writings of willet who was tutor to prince henry and a frequent preacher before the court are said to have been influential in keeping many of wavering minds from having the church of england to join the puritans utriusque kuzmi historia by robert flood sixteen seventeen to god the most high my incomprehensible creator may there be glory praise honor and blessing and triumphant victory world without end amen flood also has a dedication to the most powerful prince james which led through a slip in flood's latin to his being accused of having attributed deity to the earthly monarch The Church Porch by George Herbert. In the Temple, 1633. The dedication. Lord, my first fruits present themselves to thee, yet not mine neither, for from thee they came and must return. Accept of them and me, and make a strive who shall sing best thy name. Turn their eyes hither, who shall make a gain theirs who shall hurt themselves or me refrain. The Printers to the Reader the dedication of this work having been made by the author to the divine majesty only how should we now presume to interest any mortal man in the patronage of it much less think we at meet to seek recommendation of the muses for that which himself was confident to have been inspired by a diviner breath than flows from helicon the world therefore shall receive it in that naked simplicity with which he left it Without any addition either of support or ornament more than is included in itself. The Penitent Pilgrim by Richard Braithwaite, 1641. To that immaculate Lamb, Christ Jesus, the sole Saviour and Receiver of every penitent sinner, hath this poor pilgrim humbly here presented these his penitential tears. The book has an engraved front piece of an aged man. Journeying barefoot with bottle and staff, scallop shell in his hat, his loins girded, and beneath him, his feet, the inscription, Few and evil have the days of my life been. La vérité de région reforme by Jean de Croix, sixteen forty five. To your Lord Jesus Christ from Wheatley's dedication of books. Psyche, or love's mystery, in twenty cantos displaying the intercourse betwixt christ and the soul by joseph beaumont london sixteen forty eight into the most sacred treasury of the praise and glory of incarnate word the world's most merciful redeemer the unworthiest of his majesty's creatures in all possible prostrate veneration beg leave to cast this his dedicated might the civil wars of england briefly related from his majesty first setting up his standard sixteen forty one to this present personal hopeful treaty by john leicester sixteen forty nine to the honor and glory of the infinite immense and incomprehensible majesty of jehovah the fountain of all excellencies the lord of hosts the giver of all victories and the god of peace if that one star in vast circumference so much exceeds the globe of earth and seas and if the soul more vast by intelligence exceeds the magnitude of pleiades what admiration then to him belongs what trembling joy what duty love and fear what exaltation in the psalms and songs etc by j o lay a small crumb of mortality september twenty-third, sixteen forty-eight Leicester, a staunch puritan declares that he is giving a true historical relation of our late warlike exploits all which have not a color but a reality of true notions but in the weightiest motive to reading as will make the most clamorous malignant as silent as a seraphian frog the dividing of the hoof or seeming contradictions throughout sacred scriptures distinguished resolved and applied by william street sixteen fifty four to god silex centillions, or sacred poems and private ejaculations by henry von sillerist london sixteen fifty the dedication my god thou that didst die for me these thy death's fruits i offer thee death that to me was life and light but dark and deep pangs to thy sight some drops of thy all quickening blood fell on my heart those made it bud and put forth thus though lord before the ground was cursed and void of store indeed i had some here to hire which long resisted thy desire that stoned thy servants and did move to have thee murdered for thy love but lord i have expelled them and so bent beg thou wouldst take my tenants rent in the sixteen fifty five edition two more stanzas were added and the poem was introduced thus to my most merciful my most loving and dearly loved redeemer the ever-blessed and only holy and just one jesus christ a candle in the dark or a treatise concerning the nature of witches and witchcraft being advice to judges sheriffs justices of the peace and grand jury men what to do before they pass sentence on such as are arraigned for their lives as witches by thomas addy m a 1656 dedicated to the prince of the kings of the earth with an entreaty that the holy spirit may possess the understanding of whoever shall open the book there is upon the title-page an emblematic cut representing an arm issuing from the clouds bearing a lighted candle the following reference to this work by thomas addy is found in an historical essay concerning witchcraft by francis hutchinson d, d. london seventeen eighteen when one mr Burrows, a clergyman who some few years since was hanged in new england as a wizard stood upon his trial he pulled out of his pocket a leaf that he had got of mr adey's book to prove that the scripture witchcrafts were not like ours and as that defence was not able to save him i humbly offer my book as an argument on the behalf of all such miserable people who may ever in time to come to be drawn into the same danger in our nation pilgrim's progress by john bunyan Counterfeit second part sixteen eighty three to him that is higher than the highest, the almighty and everlasting Jehovah, who is the terror and confusion of the hardened and impenitent world, and the hope and happiness of all converted and returning sinners, most mighty and eternal God, thou King of kings and Prince of peace. Then follows a long prayer of dedication and supplication to be made an instrument of doing good to my fellow pilgrims. the final close a poem by david bradbury seventeen ninety four to the most sublime most high and mighty most puissant most sacred most faithful most gracious most catholic most sincere most reverend and most righteous majesty jehovah emmanuel by indefeasible right sovereign of the universe and prince of the kings of the earth governor-general of the world chief shepherd or archbishop of souls chief justice of final appeal judge of the last assize father of mercies and friend of man this poem a feeble testimony of his obligation and hopes is gratefully and humbly presented by his majesty's highly favored but very unworthy subject and servant the author a song of america and minor lyrics by v voldo new york eighteen seventy six dedication these unto thee lord life and love of things first leaves and lispings of thyself and me first flashes of that fair self mine to see bring i as one unto his parent brings his fledgling offerings etc etc uarda a romance of ancient egypt by george m ebers from the german by clara bell eighteen eighty dedication Thou knowest well from what this book arose When suffering seized and held me in its grasp. Thy fostering hand released me from its grasp, And from amid the thorns there bloomed a rose. Ere, dew, and sunshine were bestowed by thee, And thine it is without these lines from me. Christus Victor A Student's Reverie by Henry Nehemiah Dodge, New York, 1899. World Saviour, see me at thy feet, awe-stricken in my hands for thine unmeet my heart's best treasure dearly bought with tears and travail and with trembling bought if in this casket thou shouldst find aught to adorn thy way to serve mankind though not frankincense myrrh or gold tribute of star-led caravans of old take it o heart of love divine and use it as thou wilt for it is thine one other dedication mentioned in the dictionnaire la Russe, Should not be omitted from this chapter. Hilarin, the theologian, a contemporary of Telemont de rue sixteen nineteen sixteen ninety two, who relates the fact, dedicated a theological work to the Trinity, and started his epistle with the address, Madame. End of section two.